Welcome to TV Talk, the podcast about television, over at theworkprint.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Work Prince Harley Talk, episode three. I'm your host, Christian. With me today is Rob. Robert uh, J. Kajowski, also from the Work Prince. You may <laughs> also soon, tomorrow, find my articles on the Work Prince. I am doing What We Do in the Shadows, which the second season premieres tomorrow. Super yes, excited, excited about that. It's totally, same. Uh, it's such a good series, man. You're doing such a great job covering it. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. But yeah. we're not talking about that now. We are talking about... Harley Quinn, uh, yes. episode three, Trapped, uh, yes. of season two. Uh, in this episode, uh, I guess the gang goes on a heist-type mission. No, well, mm-hmm. is it a heist or is it a robbery? I can't really... Um, uh, it's kind of like both, I think. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they got to rob something from somebody, but isn't that a heist, too? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but um, in like a, and we're going to talk about more of this. But like, I think like in kind of like a globe, what you could put this in is basically uh, Harvey Poison Ivy, because the museum that they want to rob in order to get a flamethrower from Firefly to mm-hmm. get into the fortress of uh, Mister Freeze, who pissed off. Harley from making her basically kind of like uh, I don't even know what you would call it. What would you call it? Uh, an ice cube, an ice sculpture for ice uh, sculpt- the first episode. In Penguin's yeah. ice iceberg mm-hmm. lodge, right? Yes. Uh, iceberg club or something like that. Uh, like she was pissed. Uh, so they have to break into a museum to get that. Meanwhile, also back at the base at the abandoned mall, uh, they have Riddler captive, uh, mm-hmm. but Riddler is having a lot of fun with Dr. Psycho. Yes. And so you have that like whole thing going on. So um, where do we start off? Uh, I guess we'll, we'll go with the A plot, then we'll talk about the B plot. So okay. uh, the heist, uh, or the, the rob thing, the, uh, the robbery mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for the um, flamethrower. Uh, in this one, you get a lot of uh, you get a lot of Kite Man because he's he's delivering Harley and Ivy yet again, <laughs> kind of their transport. Yeah. And uh, and while he he delivers them, uh, he sort of has his own sort of expectations agenda. But agenda yeah, I guess yep. is the best way to put it. Where he he wants to basically look for an engagement ring for uh, mm-hmm. Poison Ivy, yep. uh, a leaf themed green ring because you yeah, know it's like she's a, into like plants. a diamond with a, like a leaf under it or something like that yeah which is either romantic or tacky depending on who you're asking and along with uh and his i guess uh portrayal it's more the latter than the former but mm-hmm. uh yeah uh, and while that's happening the girls also reunite with a person who's perfect for cat burglary catwoman uh, yes Rob, they enlist catwoman because apparently the museum which the museum is actually kind of awesome. I've realized a couple. I don't know if you. Uh, I'm sure you had uh, a couple of Easter eggs in the museum. Mm-hmm. 
they have a couple of Easter eggs, like Eggheads Egg, which is <laughs> funny. Uh, they have Dr. Fate's helmet. They yes. have Azrael's sword. They have Deathstroke's sword, too, mm-hmm. which will appear later. And they have Scarecrow's mask. And there are like a whole bunch of things. They had the, like the, they didn't have penguins, a big penguins penny. umbrella. Let's not forget that a penguins umbrella. They like mm-hmm. had a whole bunch of things. These are like people that obviously they can get like the artifacts from. Yeah. But who is in control of the museum? Doctor Trap. Yeah. And I kind of realized with DC Comics, there's a lot of either Mister or Doctors. <laughs> Because there's the only evil, they're evil men, evil doctor men. Which is like, (laughs) now that I have to, like, now that I think about it, like, in a psychological sense, it's kind of like, either we're all kind of afraid of doctors because we don't like going to the doctor, doesn't matter the doctor, or Mr. Mr. always kind of has, like, a sense of height, and as does doctor. So, and they take it to their grave. They would be like, you know what, you died as Dr. Fate. Well, yeah, but I was still a doctor. <laughs> He's like, there's I still a, have degree degrees of above you. Like, yeah. they still lorded over people's heads, which I always kind of found interesting. Uh, but, yeah, like, Dr. Trap, for those of you who aren't in the know, he's DC villain. Uh, and he has literally kind of like, and I get where the Venture Brothers get this now. Like, I mm-hmm. just got it. Because uh, uh, Doctor uh, Darren, uh, Doctor Underbite, Baron Underbite, yeah, he has like the same metal jaw. Yeah, you know what? I uh, never, I never put two and two together. Uh, well, but yeah, I didn't even know about this. This villain existed until yeah, <laughs> and the entire no, time I, with the iron I. jaw thing, I thought he was just a saw ripoff. And yeah, he, he more or but, less kind of is, but in a much more hilarious sense, he's got a weird lisp thing going on. Yeah, and he seems he like does. a, a does. guy who uh, just lived in his mom's basement for far too far too much of his life. <laughs> but the entire mall is covered with traps, and mm-hmm. Poison Ivy and uh, Harley try to just uh, ingratiate him by saying, you know what, come on, not even ingratiate, they just try to get uh, like really nice with him and say, like, can you give us, first of all, this is the one problem I have with the script. Uh, but maybe they're that bold, uh, the characters, because Harley's like, would you just give us this trap? And he's a villain, so why would you hand over something that could bring yeah. over somebody else into the mix? Yeah. No, you keep them under wraps. So that was kind of weird to me, but uh, he was like, no, and they realized there were way too many traps for them to overcome. Mm-hmm. in order to get this ultimate goal which to me seems very video game like too yeah i mean it it seemed more uh it seemed like it was just to move the plot along of that they course. had to recruit you know of course yeah um, help but they enlist the help of Selena Kyle which actually i liked the whole dichotomy between Selena and uh Poison Ivy because Poison Ivy is so besotted with her yeah, she is she's like obsessed so in love with her and love, <laughs> and, and and it's kind of like one of those like high school girls things where like Harley honestly wants to get down to brass tacks. Yeah, like uh, Selena is like the coolest person in the room. Yeah, 
who dictates what everyone should do and such. And it also makes sense because, you know, Batman's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or lover, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, this, it was definitely a, a tool to explore Ivy's relationship in this episode. Like, this is a yes. very much a Poison Ivy episode. Let's just get that across it immediately. Is. And mm-hmm. uh, her relationship and obsession with Catwoman is sort of just looking at Catwoman's uh, independence, her fierce individuality and her desire to kind of just see what she wants and go for it because poison mm-hmm. ivy herself was very much that person before before meeting harley before all of these changes before dating kite man and now she's kind of conflicted with this whole uh sh- spiel or situation because you know through selena through catwoman she's seeing who she used to be versus who mm-hmm. she is now yeah and it's also just in completely uh, it's focused and centered upon the element of change because while this is all happening, a heist is going down and Kite Man is essentially asking her to marry him. Yes. So, like, all of these things are happening and it's like, who am I? Am I the person I used to be? Am I the person now? Where where did my goals go? So it's a very introspective uh, episode it's focused on. Extremely. I think, like, even though it's like, to me, this is probably one of their more, more simple episodes. Um, yeah. I think there's, like, a really interesting underlying thing where is where it's kind of like if you enter a relationship uh and it's kind of like well you in a relationship it's give and take so mm-hmm. it's never a hundred percent on one of you it's never a hundred percent on the other one of you you have to give some of yourself to the other person and you kind of remembered when you were like so badass and you were kind of like i'm on my own i'm doing my own thing and then you're kind of like, now I need to rely on others for this. And yeah, Selena, especially my I significant think, other. Or a significant other. Yeah. Uh, like, it, it's it's one of those things where uh, it kind of, like, pulled a pin out for me. Uh, and it was kind of like, oh, all right. Now I get how a couple of my other relationships had failed. Uh, and it was really introspective. and I liked that. Uh, Same here. I, I agree. And to be honest, I like I've been single for a while now, but this one hit really hard emotionally because I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm very much Catwoman. <laughs> like I, I relate to that. I can see where Ivy likes that, but like I can see where that's a problem too. And so yeah. this episode also kind of made me acknowledge my own relationship issues and and e- such. But exactly, yeah, yeah. and I didn't. Which was think, good. It's good I, writing. It's it's good writing. It, it, well, that's the thing. I think like. Even though the like the the A and B plot, well, the, definitely the A plot was so, it was a, a bit more simple than uh, like a lot of what they had in the past. I think it really brings an emotional tonality to yes a lot of like it's kind of like all right if it if it hits you it's going to hit you kind of like Doctor Traps traps. <laughs> yes, it is kind of like Good a trap. Metaphor. In a yeah. trap. It's a it's a brilliant title for this episode too. Trapped. It is. Well, feels so trapped. Is. Everyone's literally getting trapped. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I do want to take the time to appreciate uh, Snarl Latham as uh, Selena Kyle. I'm not entirely familiar with her, but she does a familiar, like a really good familiar Selena Kyle voice, but even sexier. And I want to say that I also do appreciate that they aren't going to make Selena Kyle white in this series. They're making yeah. her a woman of color. Yes. Which is awesome. 
Yes, it also matches the costume design excellent. Like, I, I mm-hmm. loved everything about Catwoman in this one. Uh, I do want to say uh, that in also, um, because uh, Selena also questions as they're trying to get, because they employ Selena as kind of like she's uh, the trap enchantress, of course. She knows exactly how to be live and. She's basically, uh, uh, what's her face, um, in uh, 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 Catherine Zeta-Jones, kind of like with the traps and whatnot. Uh, but, it, like, Poison Ivy is so, like, enthralled with her that she kind of just doesn't pay attention to Harley Quinn, which gives Harley mm-hmm. Quinn enough, I guess, ride uh, and enough... Uh, enough time to pay attention to Kite Man, who is yes. the resident I guess resident idiot? Is that what they're painting him as now? I mean, he is, but it's like he always has been, but it's really just his sweetness and his genuine affection well, towards okay. Ivy. Because he, he cares. You can tell he absolutely cares about this person. Yeah. And he'll go way out of his way, out of his comfort zone because we, mm-hmm. we've established this is pretty much his kryptonite. Like, he, they, he put, he, they put him in this worst scenario, but he did it anyway because, you know, he, he really cares about uh, Poison and, Ivy. And I like that. It's something to be said. I think it's, like, super romantic. Absolutely. And uh, like, I we'll see where it turns out because they leave it on the cliffhanger for the next episode uh, in terms of their relationship and the, his proposal. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, the thing is that um, I've also been hearing, which I'm not like I'm just going to spitball. Because I didn't read the article. I just read the title and I didn't want to read the article because I didn't know if they were going to give anything away or anything like that. Uh, Or maybe they were just uh, speculating on this Mm -hmm. episode when Harley and Poison Ivy link hands at the end. But I thought they were intimating that Harley and Poison Ivy might have a relationship because Harley has been saying this entire time, like, you don't deserve this dude. Like, you could do so much better. Yeah. Like, honestly, going through the episode, I thought as well, because uh, she was so in love with uh, Catwoman, that, and I don't think, Catwoman's not bi, right? She's just, like, she's so for Batman, and that's it. I don't know. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me uh, to find out that she's even pans to be honest i don't i don't really know um yeah but she seems like somebody who kind of just wants what she wants so yeah <laughs> i oh, think it's all takes on the table takes definitely yeah. i do see the illusion though because uh i believe in in the comics harley and ivy are in a relationship of some sorts mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. so it did seem like you're right that they were leaning more towards that but it seems like the clips that we saw were this episode so there's yeah. no other kind of uh, inclination that it might be going in that direction. It'll come down to what happens next week because definitely Ivy and and that proposal from Kite Man is it's going to be addressed more than likely. I, I like that, uh, and we're going to go on that in um, I think towards the end. Uh, but I want to go on the B plot right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. let's jump right in. Uh, <laughs> Riddler, who I yeah. thought was going to be a one-off university villain, but ended up being a character in this one. Uh, do you want to go a little bit on the B-plot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the B-plot basically is uh, Dr. Psycho, and uh, he, he's tasked with 
uh, watching over the Riddler, making sure he runs in his little hamster wheel and generates electricity. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a moment where Riddler kind of uh, irritates him and, and kind of makes fun of him, uh, he throws a bunch of uh, oils and lubes at him because he's, he's just pissed, you know, without second thinking of it. And uh, Riddler uses that said lubrication to get out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which sounds exactly like something Dean Pelton and community would do. But uh, that yes. said, um, that's kind of the B-plot and kind of Dr. Psycho just losing it, I guess. Can we say right now the combination of, because they're both both two high-pitched characters, both Tony Hale as Dr. Psycho and Jim Rash as the as the Riddler, uh, like both of them, their interplay is like super funny. Absolutely, because uh, it's like just, it's funny hearing it. Yeah, it's funny hearing it, uh, and, and it's funny just like the writing itself because one dares the other. Riddler's like, "Oh my god, I'm so much smarter than you all," and Doctor Psycho's like, "Well, like I project things from my mind, so I could be smarter than you." It just goes bananas. It does, and. So yes, uh, as you said, Riddler uh, Riddler escapes, but the thing is, he doesn't through escape he outside. Loop. Oh yeah, he's yeah. more or less kind of like that enemy in any horror movie that you see, and he's like, he's not going to escape outside or anything like that. He's going to be in the mall, and he's yeah. going to stalk you. Yeah, like everybody else surrounding him. Uh, Dr. Psycho because Dr. Psycho thinks that he could be a leader they're like yeah you suck as a leader that's true I mean the irony is that he used to be you know a, an A-list villain uh, in the past until he said the word cunt and then everything fell well, apart yeah. Um, yeah and he was like so, only one yeah. slip up that I did because it was locker room talk yeah. and like in this day and age locker room talk is basically code for don't say it at all Basically, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, I, as funny as I found that, I didn't like that it easily resolved. But to, I understood why they needed to, because you know, twenty two minute runtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Riddler was there the whole time, but I, I kind of, I just find it a little cheap that he basically said, you know what, I'm not gonna leave because. I'm getting great cardio. I'm being fed, and you guys are really funny to watch. I'm like, yeah. that's re- while well, that is funny. Yeah, for a I, joke, I, I wasn't that like, wraps up the plot. I wasn't instantly. like so down with that either. Yeah, because it's kind of like because at first when we, I saw him running the wheel, and Doctor Psycho was giving biscuits to Harley's uh, hyenas, her hyenas. Uh, I thought, oh, well, he willfully wants to be here. Like, oh, that's weird. I mean, what is he powering now? I mean, I guess he would be powering, I guess, the entire mall. Who knows? I didn't yeah. think that well, the last episode, did they take him hostage? I don't remember. Or take him captive? Riddler? Yeah. Uh, basically, they, they instead of returning him to Arkham, like they promised Batgirl, or I'm sorry, Barb Babs, who was definitely Batgirl now, yeah. um, he, they made him run on the hamster wheel to power the mall. In kind of like a poetic justice type way, which I thought oh, was great okay. writing uh, for last episode. Yeah. So he's there to just run on that wheel to give them power, which is what Riddler was trying to do with all the people in yeah. the university. But uh, the, like the thing is that he seemed to like initially they seemed a little too friendly with them, or at least Doctor Psycho. He seemed I a agree. Little too friendly um, with them. 
it's and I was like, the- this is probably going to go in a more friendly way. Yeah. And so once he escaped and said, like, I'm still in here, then he probably wants to be here. And he has, like, a he has a decent enough excuse because he's like, it's terrible out there. But mm-hmm. would an A-list villain say that, though? He would actually no. thrive off no. of that. Yeah. I would think. If anything, if they're... Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. I think maybe this could be a setup in the sense that Riddler is just waiting to make his move to basically yeah. take whatever Harley has built up for herself for himself. Yeah, of um, course. Or it's just, you know, a convenient way to keep him on the side because, you know, it's TV. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think both work, but, you know, it's it's not as menacing as as you'd think it would be. That's all. I mean, Riddler, it, like, I, I would... L- I'm trying, like, with my script to write him slightly more menacing, slightly more dickish. But, like, the thing is that it's Jim Rash, and I have to go with the tone of the show, too. So That's true. Oh, that's a good point, man. I didn't think about that. Yeah. You can't, like, write all these characters as you possibly want to write them. You have to go with, A, the tone of the show, and you have to go with the tone of the people. So you have to kind of base their characters on possibly what they would say to that's a trick of screenwriting people that if you're writing for a certain person you gotta have to kind of like like gel within their actual Hon- what they can honestly do i would just i would just binge community it's on netflix right now for anyone oh, <laughs> totally. plug. yeah totally like dudes like if you've never seen community now is the time to binge it yeah, binge uh, all six seasons. Dean Pelton every every second. <laughs> Dean Pelton every yeah. goddamn second. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, what I was going to say is the fact that uh, Doctor Psycho is kind of put in his place is kind of nice, mm-hmm. uh, but I mean he's just going to be a dick again. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they're all going to be dicks. It's kind of what makes them fun to watch. Yes. So, then back to the A plot. Mm -hmm. So, the A plot, now we have basically uh, Poison Ivy saving, uh, not Poison Ivy, uh, Selena Kyle saving Poison Ivy from all the traps. There are a bunch Mm -hmm. of traps. And I feel like, I, I think there's like a feeling in her that she's getting more excited and aroused that she's Mm -hmm. getting saved because Harley Quinn is all for herself and she's kind of like one of those I I would say like desultory type people where they they're kind of like all over the place but with Catwoman with Selena Kyle she knows what she wants and she gets it and I think uh, Poison Ivy kind of gets that too she's kind of like I want that that's so sexy Mm-hmm. And you can see it throughout the entire episode because she kowtows to Selena all the time. And Poison Ivy is supposed to be like a really strong woman. Mm-hmm. And Catwoman just comes in, strays in, definitely like a cat. <laughs> and she's like, I'll take this, 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 and this. Oh, and this, your actual pride. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, uh, what did you think about but, Catwoman, though, as a whole? Like, their portrayal? I liked her portrayal. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing more down the line. I do think that a lot of it 
was a reflection of as I of Ivy, as I mentioned before, uh, mm-hmm. because through Catwoman she sees. Uh, she sees who she used to be at some point you know yeah uh, the kind of independence that she aspires to and it just makes ivy vulnerable too because it's like you know she's very much in these committed relationships or committed relationship with kite man but then her friendships with i uh, with harley and the crew yeah. um it just makes her seem it makes her have to acknowledge that she's vulnerable now that she has people that love her but at the same time that could be a strength as well i think that's something harley is introducing to ivy that seemed like they were exploring towards the end of this episode, which I liked very much. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, so ultimately they get to where they're, they're supposed to go. And so Har- uh, Poison Ivy and uh, Catwoman go to their goal with deafness through Selena. And then just Harley walks off, or walks up. And they're she, they're like, how did you get here? And then you see all the shit that Kite Man's been through. He's been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, and like that's a kind of dedication that you kind of want in like just a partner. Absolutely, like, somebody that will go back to the mat for you. Yeah, and it, it, I think it shows a lot of growth and respect, especially respect. That mm-hmm. of all people, Harley yes. had ended up seeing it from Kite Man towards the end. Because mm-hmm. Harley is very blind to a lot of things that are outside of herself. She's kind of a narcissistic person, and I can't blame her because of all that she's went through. Plus, you know, Joker. Like, yeah. You kind of have to be to be in a relationship. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that she was able to acknowledge Kite Man and the sacrifices he went through and how good he is for uh, Ivy, that shows a lot of growth and potential right there. So. The only thing that sucks is that she helped Kite Man get the ring mm-hmm. that he wanted to propose. Like, and he's beaten to shit. Mm-hmm. He's beaten to hell. Uh, he and he wanted to propose to Harley, but he realized that Selena's, or everybody realizes now, Selena's all for herself, and she's the cool cat in the room because. In like the like one of the first scenes, um, or one of the couple uh, first couple of scenes, you have a a meal between uh, Harley, Poison Ivy, and uh, Selena, and the thing is that Selena orders for the table, and Harley is like, "What?" and Poison Ivy is like, "I hate that," but she's so cool at that, and. <laughs> Like, like the thing is that, like, they, she almost has kind of like a spell on them. And the funny thing is that Selena doesn't really have any special powers. She is just good at what she does. So that kind of reminded me of like high school in that sense. It was Mm -hmm. kind of like a high school trio where you have the one that's intent. Harley would be the goth girl. Uh, the one that's uh, the friend of Harley be like i'm going with you i'm going with you but then you would have like the really cool girl that'd be like hey guys what's up and she would know exactly how to control the group yeah definitely i mean she is a con woman so that makes sense confidence (laughs) so ultimately what happens is that uh kite man expresses his love for her rings gone they get the gun anyway but they fall into 
Dr. Trapp's Trap, which is, and I'm going to, I have to say this because I wrote it down. It's a captive <laughs> okay. audience. What's it's a up? terrible joke. But, um, you know, they fall into this trap. And so he, <laughs> Kite Man, is basically trying to tell his love, like, I don't care how much it takes. And uh, Catwoman rubbed off on Poison Ivy because she was like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it was rubbing off on it or as much as it was just acknowledging what was there from the beginning. Like, well, I feel yeah. like Catwoman just reminded Ivy of who she used to be. Yeah. And so because of that, Ivy really started hesitating and started hitting the brakes because she doesn't know if she wants to be in a committed relationship and, and, and all these things and, and connected to this many people when she used to be so independent, so alone uh, previously. And again, it's just a it's a good build up for whatever happens next episode. But yeah. Yeah. And what ultimately happens is that they actually get the gun that could blow through anything. <laughs> and I don't think they killed Dr. Trap. I think they no, just smash his face up. up. His jaw. Yeah. Uh, and after that, uh, what I'm trying to think? Oh, uh, uh, we have uh, Selena, uh, not Selena. We have uh, Ivy and we have Harley kind of talking about like what's what's going on with their lives and ivy's kind of like i don't know and she as well she like they're sitting like this is a beautiful scene they're sitting on the dock of the bay and uh she's basically killing all of the um i think it's the if i'm not mistaken the um the board that agreed to put uh, all of the poisonous chemicals into Gotham's uh, air, uh, water supply and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, they agreed. So she's killing off all the board one by one with dumping acid on their face. Yeah. And so they just kind of like, as they do it, I like the juxtaposition because you have super violence, but a heart, like a really warm heart to heart. And ultimately, yeah, Harley basically says, you know what? I hated Kite Man right now. And you know what? Hanging around him for a little bit, I get why you like him. And she's like, yeah, but you also had like a horrible position with the Joker or something like that. And she's like, no, I mean, if he's willing to be here for you. I'm willing to be here for you too, and your crew's willing to be here for you. You don't have to have like some subsistence of everything. You don't have to be on your own. You don't have to be like Selena Kyle, which technically, when you go on the comic, Selena Kyle isn't alone. She's with Batman, but it's not like she's with Batman. Mm hmm. She's, like, kind of a weird person. Yeah. Uh, But everybody loves her, as do I. Uh, But she's like, no, you have a family that loves you and supports you and whatnot. And the only thing that I could think about at that moment was, like, Fast and Furious. Quote, unquote, (laughs) it's all about family. Family, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I think we mentioned in the the last episode that... uh, this this series is very much about friendship and family and and uh, and the values of other people and uh, yeah this very much rever- uh, reverberates again uh, in this uh, final moment. 
<laughs> Which honestly, like again, if you people need an escape, especially like a togetherness while we're not all together at this point, uh, yeah. like just watch this series because it's both part it's parts like equal violence and humor and I mean granted I I will say um of the past few episodes this was my least favorite I, the I only agree with you thing on that. that I liked was like the underlying theme but the I think the A and B plots could have been mm, slightly more yeah I mean this one was one of those like in the between episodes for me so I liked yeah. it um as well I, and i like where it's going it was definitely one of the we have to introduce a plot uh that we're gonna you know what, I, that that might be the key like yeah. you have a, a couple of like really strong episodes and then screenwriting you have the key that turns it key that turns it has to mellow that in so it's not going to be as intense or anything you have to ease them in to mm-hmm. something more so, when uh, when uh, Poison Ivy tells Kite Man, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if I'll ever get married. And that's kind of like a lot of thought for every one of us. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, not every one of us, but there are people that really like to get married. But myself included, like every one of us, I don't know if I want to get married. I love somebody, but I don't know if I want to get married. And that's kind of devastating to somebody to your romantic other. So he's at home nursing his wounds, both emotional and physical and drinking them off. He's like two fisting gallons of um, like Jim beam or something like that. And poison. I was like, I'm sorry for what I said. And she's like, if you want to ask me again, he's like, no, I don't want to hear it again. She's like, no, ask me again. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's where we leave. I have no idea where that would go because there could be so many places the writers can go from that. After like Harley Quinn's whole speech of like you have people that love you, especially your boyfriend right now, he would do anything from you. I don't know if she's going to pull the pin on that ring mm-hmm. or just be like, mm, you know what? I have my answer. I don't want to be. Yeah, we'll only find out next episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was a good episode. I liked it. I did like, um, and I'm going to say this uh, really quickly, the animation is still amazing. Dialogue still amazing. People, you should check it out. And Christian will write up an awesome review of this. Mm-hmm. And recap, and if this podcast will be attached as well. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's it. So, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, uh, and check us out workprint.com. <laughs> yes.